Hey everyone, it's My Fishing Cape Cod podcast host Kevin Collins. Thanks for taking a moment to check out the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast presented by Cape and Islands Mitsubishi and Cape Codder Boats. What you're about to listen to is an excerpt of our weekly fishing report formatted podcast that we release on Thursday or Friday of each week. In this particular piece of the podcast, you're going to hear from Evan Eastman of Eastman Sport and Tackle down in Falmouth, Massachusetts. And Evan and I are going to dive right into false albacore fishing. The Albies have been very prevalent down around the shores of Falmouth and into Vineyard Sound. Evan's going to give us a full albacore report. He's also going to talk about stripers down on the Elizabeth Islands. He's going to talk about bluefish. And we'll go offshore as well to give a yellowfin and bluefin tuna update. Now, if you're a member of My Fishing Cape Cod, feel free to head on over to myfishingcapecod.com. It's there you can use your username and password to access this week's podcast in its entirety. If you're not yet a member of MFCC and you really like what you heard on this snippet of the podcast and you want to learn more, head on over to myfishingcapecod.com and consider giving a one-month membership a trial here. You can cancel after a month if you don't like what you see or hear under no pressure or obligation. So we hope you consider giving a membership a try and you enjoy this piece of the podcast with Evan Eastman of Eastman Sport and Tackle. Up next on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast is our great friend Evan Eastman from down at Eastman Sport and Tackle in beautiful Falmouth, Massachusetts. Evan, how are you this week? I'm doing great. Thanks, Kevin. How about yourself? Yeah, it's been a, a great stretch of weather we've had here on Cape. Do you have a good Labor Day weekend? Yeah, it was uh, it was really busy in the shop. A lot of people were out fishing. The weather was beautiful. So, yeah, it was a, it was a great weekend. How about yourself? Yeah, stellar. I mean, just great being out on the water. You know, beautiful temperatures, relatively calm seas. You really can't ask for anything better. And hopefully it stays that way as we go through September and into October, and I know one of the things your customers are probably very busy with down there, Evan, are Albies, so let's start with that. Uh, can you give us a, a, an Albie report on how things are going down on your shores? Over the last week, we've definitely seen a big push of Albies show up off the shores of Falmouth, and um, on Monday, I was able to get out after work, fish from like 1 to 6, and I fished the stretch between Robinson's and Tarpaulin um, off of Noshon along Elizabeth Islands there, and it was fantastic. Um, right off of Tarpaulin from, I would say, five to six, massive feeds, feeds that were lasting, you know, three, four minutes. Um, I was able to get about four albies in, like, 30 minutes because they, they were all just in this one spot, and there was a bunch of them. Um, I was tossing the 5-8-pound Silverside epoxy jig that seemed to be doing the trick pretty well on Monday. Um, I'd also heard there were some, you know, good fishing off of Waukoit, and really from Waukoit to, to Centerville has been, has been pretty good as well. But it seems like along the Elizabeth has been uh, the place to be for the most part. And before I continue on Albies, one thing I just want to ask you about the Elizabeths. I haven't been down there at all this year, but it's a spot that Ryan and I used to frequent more when we were younger on his boat, the Miss Loretta, targeting stripers, you know, it, during the fall run. I know you were focused on Albies, but did you see any signs or hints of bass around in the area as well? Well, I have like uh, maybe a handful of guys who come in two to three times a week for eels, and they are strictly fishing for striped bass. They don't really fish for anything else. And so, you know, over the last week or two, they've been getting some really nice fish, um, cast and eels into the rocks along Elizabeth. I know a lot of 
old school guys have, have done that in the past and been very successful. I only saw people I'll be fishing, but I know other customers have been buying eels and, and catching fish um, along the Elizabeth. So, yeah, it's been pretty good. Awesome. And back to the Albies, I know they can be a pretty finicky fish as well, Evan. Are you experiencing at times, uh, you had this great feed on Monday, but are you experiencing finicky bites as well on days where it's really, really tough to get them? For sure. Uh, I was out yesterday morning, super flat calm, you know, no no clouds in the sky. So that gives the Albies, you know, even a, a leg up as far as their eyesight goes. And on top of that, they were eating tiny, tiny baits. I mean, you know, about a half inch long. I could see see them swimming around the boat. And so, you know, I was trying to get them on the, the epoxy jig. I didn't have any luck, but my dad was using, mentioned this in the past, but what we've done, and I always have it in my bag, is using something like a crippled herring, tying a floor, take the hooks off, tie a floor or leader on the back, and then have a, a tie a fly on there. And he hooked up. He hooked up yesterday on a fly, and that's, in my opinion, when they're when they were keyed in on those tiny micro baits. That's really the only way, at least in my experience, to, to get them is to be able to present a fly. And if you're, you know, using a spinning rod, you can do that with a crippled herring. You can do it with a popper. You can do it with a casting egg or or a casting bubble. I like the crippled herring because I can fish it on top or you know subsurface. Whereas if you're using a floating popper, you're really only able to present it on the surface. So I think the using a crippled herring is, is, gives me a little bit more flexibility. And talking about the conditions, you mentioned obviously that the sunlight uh, is a detriment to trying to fool them. Uh, and also if it's really flat calm, I know we've had a little bit of uh, wind direction from the north-northeast, that kind of that cooler uh, you know, wind direction from up in Canada. What's your optimal conditions when you're heading out there? Perfect albi conditions are... You know, there's some chop in the water, overcast, and then birds telling you where to go. Because, yeah. you know, if you're in like a foot chop, it's really difficult to see them. But if the birds are there, they'll direct you exactly where to go. And when it's rough like that, you can get them on anything. So I usually use like a, a bigger epoxy jig, something that I can cast farther. And, you know, when there's chop in the water, they become so much easier to catch. So, you know, even if there's no birds and there's chop in the water, um, it's just going to give you a much better chance of hooking up. I mean, yesterday was flat calm. I mean, flat, flat as could be, no wind. Yeah. You know, and I got, I can't even, you know, 40, 50 casts into busting fish, and they sure. didn't want anything to do with my jig. So I, I did switch over to the fly, but, you know, I didn't hook up, but my dad did. So that's really, you know, ideally, I, will, I like to fish rougher conditions for mm. Alves. It just makes things a lot easier. And one other thing I wanted to ask you about, too, is I've been seeing some reports, still strong reports. It seems like we've had a good year for bluefish pretty much all over, whether you're inside Cape Cod Bay or you're out toward Nantucket, uh, Nantucket Sound. Are you guys still seeing you know, or hearing reports of uh, a strong bluefish bite down your neck of the woods? Yeah, there's, there's bluefish mixed in with the Albies a little bit. Um, I know that there have been really big bluefish around the Nomans, Gayhead area, Squibnocket. Yep. Um, over the last, like, two months, and there's still some big ones out there. And, yeah, I'm hearing some other guys getting them around Horseshoe Shoal um, and, you know, even closer to Nantucket and then, you know, Cape Cod Bay as well. Um, so, yeah, there's definitely still bluefish around for sure. 
And the last thing I wanted to ask you about is just, you know, your customers, uh, what you're hearing about offshore. Is there anything going on uh, still with tuna, uh, you know, recreational tuna, guys still kind of trying their hands on that more down toward the south or the east? Yeah, it seems, well, you know, we had that uh, that storm, so it was pretty windy for a little while, so a lot of guys weren't able to get out, but I think over the last, like, four or five days, a lot of guys have been going to Tuna Ridge, picking up yellowfin down there, and then I've heard some guys going to the southeast corner of the dump and then further south to the lanes and trolling up yellowfin there as well. Um, There was that giant uh, bluefin tuna bite off of Nomans. From what I've heard, that's cooled off. After that blow, it pushed the bait off of where they were, you know, where they were for like three weeks, basically. Mm. Um, definitely hearing some some school or rec size uh, bluefin east uh, around Crab up to to Provincetown. Mm. So you know, there's definitely elephant south. There's some schooly bluefin east, and then you know, it sounds like the giants are are moved west of. Uh, Nomans or the claw to like the coxes, and then recently I've heard guys going um, east to the sword for giants. So, you know, there's still uh, plenty of tunas around. It's been a really good year, so I expect that to continue. Awesome. And the last thing I wanted to ask you about is just the store. I know you probably got bombarded, you know, through Labor Day, but what do we have to look forward to for September? Anything new or exciting or anything you want to tell folks about? You know, Albie fishing is going to continue to get better. And people think Albies, they think, you know, end of August, early September. But the last few years, I've been getting them till you know, last year I got, got one middle of November. Wow. And that day was arguably the best day I had Albie fishing, and there was no one. There was no one out there. So um, Albie fishing's just beginning. Um, I got green crabs in for to tog. I've heard some guys who are starting that fall kind of fall tog fishing already, which is great. Talked to guys who've been uh, catching them pretty good off of Novska, off the rocks there. So um, I was surprised to hear that. And um, yeah, they're they're around. I mean, normally I don't really hear guys fishing for them until like. September 10th, 11th, sure. 12th, that time frame, but it seems like guys are already getting them. So I know that's another fish that extends the season for a lot of guys, um, and obviously they're a lot of fun to catch and great to eat. And then, yeah, guys are still going to be able to uh, go offshore and get get uh, tunas jigging or trolling or dropping deep baits. So, you know, we've still got a, a few months left here of good fishing. Awesome, Evan. Well, thanks so much for an awesome report, and we'll look forward to catching up with you again in another couple weeks, and we'll be in the middle of the fall run. Yeah, sounds good, Kevin. Thank you. My thanks to Evan Eastman of Eastman Sport and Tackle for joining us on this week's edition of the My Fishing Cape Cod podcast presented by Cape and Islands Mitsubishi and Cape Codder Boats. And as I mentioned at the top of the podcast, if you're not yet a member of My Fishing Cape Cod and you like this excerpt of the podcast and you want to hear more please head on over to myfishingcapecod.com and consider giving a membership a try for a month to see how you like it if you are a member of my fishing cape cod you can access the full podcast in its entirety by signing into the website using your username and password from there you'll have access to the entirety of this week's podcast as well as all of our past and future podcast content So until we chat again, this is your host, Kevin Collins, signing off. Tight lines and take care.